Well, this is an interesting story, folks, that I wanted to bring to your attention. It's one of those high-value news items that just kind of sticks out there for a while. So you know it's got to be something that people are interested in. And it has to do with drinking, and it, and it kind of looks at what we thought was sort of the norm and accurate and the thing to do for the past 10 years, and it just blows it out of the water. So it's, it's an interesting article from that vantage point, but let me show it to you. So it's entitled, How to Figure Out If Moderate Alcohol Drinking is Too Risky for You. And there it is on the iPad. And it's been out there for a while, so you know people are reading it. But the one thing I wanted to show you first is this. I'm just going to take a, just a two-minute, not even a two-minute, maybe a 30-second detour here. And, you know, to a large extent, I think both sides, we're going to get into politics in just a little bit. Republicans and Democrats do this. And this has to do with this guy. Over the weekend, Representative Tim Burchett arrives for a meeting with fellow House Republicans at the Capitol in Washington, and he's saying, and he's a Tennessee Republican, I might push to oust McCarthy if he makes a deal with Democrats. That would be something I would look strongly at. So when is it a bad idea to, to simply work together? And, and why is it seen as something negative to work together always these days it's never like let's listen to what they have to say no it's right out of the gate i might oust mccarthy who is the current leader of the house right if he works or strikes a deal with democrats i mean this is fairly insane times that we're living in folks and we need people that can work together so we got to elect people right that's the first step you got to elect people that can work together. Okay, that's all I'm going to say about that. But take a look at this other article here, folks. I mean, this is this is insanity. So this is coming to us from the Scientific American. The Science of Health, as it says there in the article. And it's entitled, Even Moderate Drinking Has Risks. Now re research is showing that even a little wine is not benign, but risky enough for abstinence. So this is... Kind of like everybody is affected by this, so I can see why the article might be popular. But take a look at this. This is by Lydia Denworth, again, Scientific American. And she goes on to write that wine with dinner is a lovely thing. I enjoy a glass or two, though rarely more. I have seen the terrible toll of alcohol use disorder, and we know the risks. Or I thought I did. I judged my drinking moderate and relatively benign. A decade ago, and this is where we get into that preconceived notion that we've all been dealing with. A decade ago, scientists and public health experts agreed with me. A drink or two a day was safely within most public health guidelines, and research even suggested that a little alcohol could protect against cardiovascular disease. We all believed it. But earlier this year, the World Health Organization, also known as WHO, stated that any amount of alcohol was dangerous. Any amount of alcohol. And to quote them, they say, there is no safe amount that does not affect health. The group declared, Canadian authorities redefine moderate risk drinking as three to six drinks a week, down from a daily level of two for women and three for men. The U.S. now recommends a limit of one drink a day for women 
that is 12 ounces of beer, 5 ounces of wine, or 1.5 ounces of spirits, and 2 for men. Where do they get that two for men? Why can men drink twice as much? I mean, is this why things like this, is this why we live, you know, less than women do? I, I mean, we the men always die before the women do. I mean, is this is this part of that? Any sense, that's what it's saying here. So basically, men can drink twice as much. The message is clear. The chances of harm begin with the first drop. This radical shift in thinking made headlines. Then my own doctor advised me to cut back. I was willing, but I wanted to understand what exactly I was risking with each sip of Sauvignon Blanc. Previous health advice was designed to stop people from becoming alcoholics. That's why they were doing that. Drink a little bit, not too much. It was just designed, the message was designed to keep people from being alcoholics. Says psychologist Tim Stockwell of the University of Victoria, a former director of the Canadian Institute for Substance Use Research, who has helped develop guidelines for three countries over 25 years. It wasn't so much how you protect your body from cancer, liver disease, or losing a few months, even years of life expectancy. Now, a growing body of research says alcohol raises the chance of premature death from a variety of causes. Any alcohol, they're saying. About half of the cases of liver disease are attributed to drinking. Alcohol is also a potent carcinogen. It can cause cancer risk. It breaks down in the body to form a compound called acetaldehyde, which damages DNA. That damage can lead to at least seven types of cancer? 15% of breast cancers are linked to alcohol? That's what it says. And according to The Who, half of cancers in Europe are linked to alcohol are caused by light or moderate consumption. These risks, risks seem to cancel out evidence of alcohol's cardiovascular benefits, which was weakened away when researchers did more nuanced studies. So here we're getting into what was wrong with that whole notion that we've been fed here for the past 10 years of a little bit is okay. A drink or two is okay. It's good for you. It's good for your heart, they said. Hmm. The heart protective theory, folks, was based on the finding that moderate drinkers had better cardiovascular health than non-drinkers by a little bit and heavy drinkers by a lot. But those studies lumped all non-drinkers together, including those who had quit because of substance abuse issues or illness. As a result, abstainers looked relatively unhealthy and moderate drinkers, many of whom exercise and eat well, looked pretty good. You mean it took 10 years to figure that out in the study? I mean, these are scientists. Isn't this what they do? I mean, studies, this is how they pay the bills, for God's sakes. And you mean to tell me that they linked in their study, in the group of non-drinkers, people with substance abuse issues, people that may have consumed copious amounts of liquor and had issues as a result, all of those people got lumped in the non-drinker to make it really, really bad. I mean, who conducted this study? Is, is there an alcohol lobby? If there is, you know, I'd, I'd be curious to find out if they conducted this study. I mean, this is insane. Ten years. Ten years, folks. We've been, we've been fed this. The fundamental issue, they say, is who is in the comparison group, says psychiatrist Sarah Hart's 
of Washington University in St. Louis in 2018 when Hartz and her colleagues compared thousands of moderate and very light drinkers, which means one or two drinks per week, the advantages of moderate consumption basically disappeared. <laughs> Jeez. Other studies got similar results by 2022. The Heart World Heart Federation stated that alcohol did not protect people. All right. God. Now they tell us, right? And that's insane. Ten years to figure that out, that the comparison group basically included a lot of sickos, and that was the basis of the study. You know, I, I, am, I, I believe in what scientists say, um, but this is an example of a study gone haywire. And it took 10 years to unravel this, folks. But anyway, they're, they're saying that in the end of it, it's like if you have bacon, you know, if you have mac and cheese. We know that these things in small amounts, I think, are okay. So they're looking at it like that. You have to, to lump a little bit of alcohol with maybe like having bacon. Okay. I don't know. Are you going to have your gin and tonic or are you going to have a slice of bacon? That's the decision that we have to make these days. Folks, I want to thank you for joining me for this uh, high value news. Till next time.